This dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. style. I promise style. motivation, style. inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the Sober's Dope Podcast with your humble and excited host, Pop Buchanan. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited to get this far into the podcast in such a short period of time. Um, Sobriety has given me so much of my life back and there's no shortage of um, praise and gratitude um, I can I have in regards to sobriety, so I'm always inspired to bring different content. But this episode today is entitled "Sober Celebration," and the theme is all about motivation, love, music, and just fun. Um, I want to have fun with you guys today. Um, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to play you different clips that motivated me in my journey. And um, different motivational speakers and different things like that Because again, the purpose of the Sober is Dope podcast Is to highlight the benefits of sobriety But also act as a tool in recovery um, And that, that means if you're recovering from anything Whether it's a behavioral or process addiction Like gambling or sex or substance addictions Like drugs or alcohol The Sober Dope podcast is designed for everyone everywhere all across the world that's struggling with any type of condition any type of addiction or any type of problem we you want to address the overall theme of recovery in every aspect of life so there's no exclusion this is a totally inclusive podcast so i want to bring more tools for you guys so wherever we're at ever whatever point you are in your life You could turn around and say, you know what, let me listen to the Sober's Dope podcast. I know there's some motivational stuff on there. We have prayers. We have um, 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 transformation series. We just did a segment on becoming superhuman and super conscious. We just talked about radical honesty. We have a lot of material here. And um, I hope you all can relate to it. Again, this is a tool for your journey in recovery. And I want to begin the first segment today with um, a very inspirational clip from a very inspirational woman who goes by the name of Lisa Nichols. All right. Lisa Nichols is a celebrated motivational speaker who has inspired millions through her seminars and her role as a featured teacher in the popular documentary, The Secret. She's also the founder of Motivating the Masses and CEO of Motivating the Teen Spirit, LLC. Lisa Nichols, ladies and gentlemen, is a very passionate motivational speaker. She talked about hitting rock bottom in her life as far as her finances and her her, her state of affairs, um, her emotional um, 
life. She hit rock bottom emotionally. Her love life. Um, some, you know, the person that she with hurt her very badly. It was just her and her newborn baby. She had nothing. And Lisa Nicole had to reinvent herself instantly through mind, body, and spirit. So in this segment that I'm going to share with you guys in our episode 30 celebration um, of motivation, inspiration, love, and music, it's it's about her rescuing herself. And in recovery, the first step is the side is the decision to change. And that decision is the decision to rescue yourself. So it starts with us, the individual, and our willingness to change. So this segment is very powerful. This is an interview that she's having with Steve Harvey. And I want you guys to enjoy it. And then we're going to keep going. I love you all. Please enjoy this segment with our uh, motivational guest today, Lisa Nichols. Thank you. I was broke and I was broken. I got fired from five different jobs. And then I got pregnant with my son unexpectedly. And then at eight months, my son's father went to prison. And when my son was eight months old, I went to the ATM to get $20 out the bank because I didn't have any pampers for him. And in order to get $20 out, you got that $20 in. I had $11.42. And I still can't tell the story without getting emotional because of my story. For two days, I had to wrap my son in, in a towel. But something happened, Steve, in those two days. My son laying on his back at eight months. I have a towel over him, and I have my hand on his stomach saying, don't you worry, Jelani. Mommy will never be this broke again. And I made a decision. I was bankrupt. And every stinking thinking I had, I was bankrupt and trying to protect my pride. I was bankrupt and trying to be all that in a bag of chips and a bowl of grits, falsified. I was bankrupt and trying to not ask anyone for help. I was bankrupt in everything that was holding me and keeping me where I was. I've always talked a good game, but I wasn't doing anything with my gift. And all that thing about potential, I was tired of having potential. I wanted to have my now. And I looked at that baby at eight months and I said, I want to transform your life because you didn't ask to come into this chaos. As an African-American male child in South Central Los Angeles, with a single mother whose father's in prison, he had a 66% chance of going to prison himself. Not on my watch. Mm. Not on my watch. So if I have to be willing to drastically transform myself so that I can become the woman that I know I can be. And that's what I began to do. I was radical. See, my grandmother said that conviction and comfort don't live in the same block. If you're going to be convicted about something, you might have to go through some discomfort. But if you want to stay comfortable, why don't you just relax where you are? Because that's where you're going to stay. Right. And so are you willing to reinvent who you are? Are you willing to kill away the procrastination? Are you willing to kill away the excuses, the blame game? I never let people call me a single mom by my title. I'm Lisa Nichols, who happens to be a single mother. Don't define me by my circumstances. Define me by my intention. At some point, I have to stop asking, can I be great? Can I be brilliant? Can I be okay and still be accepted? I just stopped asking permission and just gave notice unapologetically, not in a braggadocious way, not in a way that shrunk anyone else, in a way that said, I only got one life, and I'm going to ride this one until the wheels fall off. 
And that was the beginning of me rescuing myself. I realized that I am my rescue. No one else is my rescue. I am my rescue. Ladies and gentlemen, I that that was mind blowing. Lisa Nichols is so so serious about life. She is so passionate about life, and that's what I ask. Listen, we're all trying to get to a next level in our life, whether it's our career, whether it's our love life, whether it's our finances, whether it's our health. We're all trying to get to that next level. Right. And some of us are at that emotional rock bottom, psychological rock bottom, physical rock bottom, financial rock bottom, substance abuse rock bottom. But we all are at at some point in our life, we're going to hit some type of rock bottom where we need to do a whole reset. And as we know in the addiction community, the, 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 the most important aspect of our recovery is our willingness to change and our willingness to accept responsibility and accountability for our actions and to take action. But that all comes down to wanting to, to rescue yourself, having the need and understanding that if you don't take the steps to rescue yourself, you're going to stay stuck in the same position. So I hope you guys got value from that. That's so inspirational to me because every day I'm still on my journey and I'm fighting different battles now. You know, I'm trying to get to different stages in my life. So we're always on a journey and I have to keep in the back of my mind that I'm in charge of the narrative. I have to take control and I have to be willing to rescue myself so I don't stay stuck in any negative space or any time or any negative predicament. So moving along in our um, celebration for episode 30 um, of the Sober is Dope podcast, the next segment I want to get into is a very emotional one for me because this gentleman for me was the first and most fundamental motivator for me in my life and during my recovery. And this segment is from the great and late Dr. Wayne Dyer. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're young out there, if you're new to the recovery community, if you're just new to the whole motivational community and you need real solid foundational motivation and a shift in mindset, I want you guys to look up and really get really acquainted with Dr. Wayne Dyer. So Dr. Wayne Dyer was born on May 10th, 1940 and passed away on August 29th, 2015. He was an American self-help author and a motivational speaker. His first book, Your Erroneous Zones, in 1976 is one of the best-selling books of all time with an estimated 35 million copies sold to date. Some of his famous quotes that that really touched me in the early stages and still to this day, uh, my favorite one is, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Right. Let's say that again. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. He also has another quote where he says, go for it. The future is promised to no one. So you have to go out there and get it right. The next quote is how people treat you is their karma. How you react 
it's yours. Isn't that amazing? Especially in our addiction and our recovery, how people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. So um, I just had a recent, recent experience where someone wrote me a really nasty letter. And it was really toxic and nasty, right? And, I, you know, my first instinct was to respond with that energy. But then I said, you know what? I'm past that, man. I just wish I just wish them the best. I, I told them I, I try to find their, you know, I try to look at their perspective and figure out why they were angry. And I just say, you know what? I get it. Thanks for the clarity. I wish you the best. Won't bother you anymore. God bless you. And I and, and have a good life because I, I wasn't going to respond with the same negativity because that's my karma. And I'm not I don't want to be a negative person. Right. When you judge another, you do not define them. You define yourself. All right, let's look at that again. When you judge another, you do not define them. You define yourself. That's hardcore, man. That's hardcore. The last quote I want to share with the great late Dr. Wayne Dyer is, the highest form of ignorance is when you reject something you don't know anything about. Right? You see this a lot. People go, oh, they think they know it all because they have like a, a small percentage of some knowledge of something. So, you know, you see this in religious communities. You see this in religious groups where you try to explain a different aspect of God or a different concept. Oh, no, oh, no. And they shut you down. Right? Or you see it in other groups where people just, you know, don't want to. Um, racism. Racism is kind of like that. You know, where someone has this negative viewpoint on a group of people. Um, and you know, they're not open to see anything else, even though the evidence is around them that, you know, you can't judge one group, one set of people based on whatever I did, because there's millions of people and no one should be judged and racism sucks. Right. So ladies and gentlemen, in this segment, um, with Dr. Wayne Dyer, the next piece in our motivational series, um, he talks about. And this is very foundational to anyone that's new in recovery, anyone that's seasoned in their recovery, and anyone that's sober curious, or anyone that's struggling with any types of addiction. Because in this piece, he addresses the foundation of addiction. And addiction is foundational, whether it's substance abuse related or not, right? So he talks about thinking small, right? Thinking small, breaking things down. All right. Not at, not always looking at the big picture, looking at the first steps or the initial smallest step in the bigger process. Right. He also talks about taking the first step and the importance of taking that first step. Right. And he's taught he uses the metaphor of how you use and he talks a lot of this is based on Taoism. And there's a famous book by a Chinese philosopher named Lao Tzu who wrote. Uh, his memoirs and they're called the Tao De Jing, right? The Tao De Jing. That's T-A-O-T-E-C-H-I-N-G. Um, for the most part of my life when I was younger, that was one of my philosophies that I based most of my life on. Before I hit addiction and everything, I was, you know, I was into the Tao De Jing. And the Tao De Jing means the way to the way. So it's kind of like a manual that gets you into your enlightenment and into your center and into your peace. And a lot of this segment is based on Taoism and the Tao Te Ching. And he uses certain principles and brings it back to addiction, right? So one of the one of the principles of the Tao Te Ching is how they, you know, they use the metaphor of taking one brick to build a whole entire 
thing, whether it's a house, whether it's a pyramid, whether it's a structure, but you got to start with one brick. And I think that's very foundational to our sobriety and to our recovery. Another thing that's interesting about the Tao Te Ching is in um, 12-step programs and addiction groups and talk therapy groups and AA, we have a saying and a prayer, um, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, right? And believe it or not, that comes from the Tao Te Ching. So I found it so, you know, poetic that this book that I've been reading all in my youth is um, part of the foundational principles of my AA and my self-help groups and my recovery. So when I was in rehab and then, you know, every at the end of every meeting, we do the serenity prayer. And then we always say the journey of the mile of the thousand miles begins with the first step. I used to always say, man, that's crazy that they're using the Tao Te Ching, right? Um, lastly, before we go into this beautiful segment, which is very touching to me because I really have a soft spot for Dr. Wayne Dyer, is re reconnect to the source of well-being right reconnecting for so as far as our addiction reconnecting to the source of well-being so sometimes we like to say some people's very sensitive i don't want to believe in god and stuff but we're like think about the source of creation and that source being a source of well-being that source of creation wants you to be healthy and whole right and um Lastly, he talks about taking one second at a time and not thinking about tomorrow. Just taking every day and making the most out of that day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 30 of the Sober's Dope podcast. Enjoy this really powerful segment um, with Dr. Wayne Dyer. I love you. Another thought to change. To change from thinking big to thinking small. It's so much of the Tao has in it statements that seem so paradoxical and so confusing to us. More is less, less is more. Um, Think small and get great things done, accomplish great things. Listen to verse 64 of the Tao to change. A tree that fills a man's embrace grows from a seedling. A tower nine stories high starts with one brick. And here's the most famous line out of the Tao. A journey of a thousand miles begins with what? The first step. One first step. Okay. So today I can stand up here on this stage in this beautiful sacred place in this beautiful yin yang symbol on this incredibly beautiful set that feels so much like nature and i can say to you that in a very short time this year i will have completed 20 years without taking a drink of alcohol 20 years okay thank you now that's big that's big because I drank every day not to get drunk but I drank every day two or three beers every evening after running and it was like and I couldn't remember 
a day when I hadn't had, I thought back 10 years, 12, I couldn't think of a day, not one day in the previous decade or two that I had uh, not had a beer or several beers. So that's big. And if I would have tried, if I'd have said to myself 20 years ago, Wayne, you're going to quit drinking for the next 20 years, I would have gone immediately and had a drink. <laughs> because it's just too big, isn't it? It's just too big. You don't do big things. You do small things and thus accomplish great things. It's a very important distinction to make. Whatever it is that you would like to create or contribute or become in your life, take one step. How did I let drinking go for 20 years? And I don't even know about tomorrow. I never think about tomorrow and whether I'm going to have a drink. All I know for sure is that this won't be the day. I do it one day at a time. That's how you overcome anything called an addiction in your life. You take it, you reconnect yourself to the source from which you came, which is a source of what? Well-being, isn't it? And you get back and return, get on the return trip and say, I am connected to well-being. And I'll do this one day, one hour, one minute, one second if I have to, at a time. And when you do it, I mean, it's behind in, in all of the programs for overcoming addictions and all of the work of Bill W., all of the work of Alcoholics Anonymous, all of the work of any kind of addictions. It isn't just alcohol. It can be food. It can be addiction to your emails. It can be addiction to work. It can be addiction to so many things that so many people find that they can't get past and to move themselves into a place where I think small. I've run, I ran seven marathons in my running years. And about the 22nd or 23rd mile, you begin to ask yourself about your sanity. <laughs> and what am I doing here? And my body is breaking down. But the way that you finish the marathon is not by saying, I'm going to run 26 miles. You don't do that, especially when you've still got five or six to go. You just say to yourself, can I put my foot in front of the next one? Can I take one step at a time? Can I do it one step at a time? And before you know it, you've accomplished great things. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the great Dr. Wayne Dyer. So please use him as a tool. Everything I present on this podcast is a tool that will help you get further in your life through the success ladder, through your recovery, through all of the achievements, through all the ups and downs and the highs and lows on our journey. We need certain tools. And Dr. Wayne Dyer is certainly one of my biggest motivators. May he rest in peace. So... In my next segment, I want to do something different today. There's a new song out called Cold Little Heart um, by Michael Kiwanuka. And it's the theme song for the hit show Big Little Lies on HBO, which is one of my favorite shows. But this song speaks to me, so I want to go over the lyrics, and then I want to play this song for you guys, and then we'll go into our next segment in our episode 30 of the Sober's Dope podcast for our sober celebration. But these lyrics touch me. So in the first verse 
um, he talks about the pain and the pride. And in the second verse, he touches on playing games and trying to hide. And in the third verse, it comes full circle in a form of redemption where he's like, I'm probably wrong. Maybe this time I go too far, um, you know, and and I just think it's really deep. So I'm going to go through the lyrics for you and I'm going to play the song so we can enjoy it together and you guys can add it to your playlist. Um, verse one, did you ever want it? Did you want it bad? Oh, my, it tears me apart. Did you ever fight it? All the pain, so much pride running through my veins. Bleeding, I'm bleeding, my cold little heart. Oh, I can't stand myself. And I know in my heart, in this cold heart, I can live or I can die. I believe if I just try, you believe in you and I, in you and I. Did you ever notice I've been ashamed? All my life, I've been playing games. We can try and hide it. It's all the same. I've been losing you one day at a time. Wow. Bleeding. I'm bleeding. My cold little heart. Oh, I. I can't stand myself. And I know in my heart, in this cold heart, I can live or I can die. I believe if I just try... You believe in you and I, in my heart, in this cold heart, in you and I. In the outro, maybe this time I can be strong, but since I know who I am, I'm probably wrong. Maybe this time I can go far, but thinking about where I've been ain't helping me start. So, ladies and gentlemen, I like that. All right. But what I what I would say about that outro is maybe this time we will be strong. All right. And we're not wrong. And maybe this time we will go far. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to play the song now. This is Cold Little Heart by Michael Kiwanuka. It's a big hit. I love this song. Thank you for joining me on episode 30 of the Sober's Dope Podcast.
this time I can be strong But since I know who I am I'm probably wrong Maybe this time I can go far But thinking about where I've been Ain't helping me start along ladies and gentlemen and this fantastic jam-packed episode i'm enjoying myself i'm learning a lot also um so i hope you enjoyed that song oh my god that song touches me man it's a really powerful song it's beautiful it's soothing but it also takes me back to a time where i felt like you know i was out of control there was no coming back it was no redemption but there is there is a, a really large redemptive part of our recovery in our life and the way the song ends it really brings everything together because there's always hope so i like to share music with you guys cuz music was very foundational is is foundational for me as an artist but even in my recovery and just life for motivation you know i have like thousands of songs that i i just that always helped me get through the day. You know, I could be in a specific point of, I could say, well, I need to hear my meditation or I need to hear my action music or I need to hear some cool hip hop or some cool R&B or some motivational stuff. So I like to share my playlist stuff with you guys so you can have it as tools and maybe, you know, you guys can inbox me and share with me. But look, moving along in our next segment is extremely powerful. So this episode being our episode 30, I want you guys to be extremely patient because I'm giving you guys a lot. I want to give back today because we're 30 episodes in. That's a lot of content. I'm very excited. So in this episode, it's from a clip on YouTube with a collection of my favorite uh, most dynamic motivational speakers. You got guys like Les Brown, Eric Thomas on here. Um, and Les Brown is really an OG in the motivational space. And he really has a real powerful way of connecting, man. I don't know how to explain it, but Les Brown is very, he connects. Um, so I let, I have in the show notes, I'm going to leave all the links to the motivational speakers, their personal websites, the links to the videos, the links to the music. So you're going to have access to everything. But in this next link, there's themes. Um, so I'm going to list some of the themes. And we're going to get right into it because I want to keep the momentum going. Um, Do great work, you know, Uh, follow your heart and intuitions. That's very important to have a focus in life and to do something that's meaningful with your life. That's the importance of recovery. Um, 
Les Brown talks about how fear kills. It kills dreams, your hopes, and it puts people in the hospital. He, he, he asks us to live our life with passion, make a declaration, take full responsibility for our lives. E.T. talks about at the end of every principle is a promise. And he asks us to get out of our feelings and remember the theme of I can, I can, and I will, and I will. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path, and that will make all the difference. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. You've got to find what you love, and that is as true for work as it is for your lovers. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. But you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. There's nothing as powerful. It's hard to kill the human spirit. Anybody can feel good when they have their health, their bills are paid, they have happy relationships. Anybody can be positive then. Anybody can have a larger vision then. Anybody can have faith under those kinds of circumstances. The real challenge of growth, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, comes when you get knocked down. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again. Fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear put people in the hospital Fear can aid you, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. At the end of your feelings is nothing, but at the end of every principle is a promise. Behind your little feelings, it might not be absolutely nothing at the end of your little feelings, but behind every principle is a promise. And some of you in your life, the reason why you're not at your goal right now, because you're just all about your feelings. You, you all on your feelings. You don't feel like waking up. So who does? Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months, a whole year. That one single day, that one day you didn't get up could have pushed your stuff back I don't know how long. Don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotion. 
If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. You want it, and you're going to go all out to have it. It's not going to be easy when you want to change. It's not easy. If it were in fact easy, everybody would do it. But if you're serious, you'll go all out. I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back. And I'll be stronger and better because of it. You have got to make a declaration that this is what you stand for. You're standing up for your dreams. You're standing up for peace of mind. You're standing up for health. Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go. You can decide that I'm going to live each day as if it were my last. Live your life with passion. With some drive. Decide that you're going to push yourself. The last chapter to your life has not been written yet. And it doesn't matter about what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? This year, I will make this goal become a reality. I won't talk about it anymore. I can. I can. I can. Persevere, I think, is important for everybody. Don't give up. Don't give in. There's always an answer to everything. Well, you have it there, ladies and gentlemen. That is all the motivation I could take for one day. But guess what? We're going to need some more motivation tomorrow. Les Brown said motivation is like bathing. You need to do it every day and you need it every day. And I agree. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for hanging in there for this um this episode 30 of the Sober is Dope podcast. This is a sober celebration. Um, shout out to everyone out there that just found their recovery. This episode is dedicated to all the newbies in the recovery community. I mean, there's people out there who have one day, one week, two months. This is an exciting journey. Thank you for choosing yourself and thank you for rescuing yourself and taking the first steps. I love you. I want to thank everyone who supported the Sober is Dope shop at www.soberisdope.net. Go get a t-shirt. Go get a hoodie. We have $3 stickers, mugs, just all of this stuff is to spread the Sober is Dope message. We don't make any profits from every, anything. Um, all We only charge enough money to get the products to you because um, we want to encourage everyone to spread the Sober is Dope message, you know? Um, I want to have I want to give a special thanks to everyone that's sending their sober testimonies. My main man, Billy, Carrie Ann, 
Um, I want to thank Jay Maniacal for tuning in. I want to thank my my main man, Shadi. Shadi, you you are instrumental in my journey. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'd like to thank the amazing Ev, Evan Armbrister for checking in. Evan, if you're out there, I think you're the most incredible human being. When I was going through my addiction, I thought about you every day because you're like a real-life superhero to me. So you keep being amazing, bro. I'm going to link up with you soon. I'd like to thank... Um, um, Stephanie Ruff, Marie Ruff, Jay Ruff. I like to thank um, uh, Mark Froby for supporting the soap is dope. I like to thank Kevin Dukes of Put Up Your Dukes for um, supporting the movement. Uh, my man Danny from Lovesick London. Um, who else? I, look, it's so many of you guys out there. Everyone on my Monk Healing community, everyone on my Pop You Cannon on Instagram, everyone at Soap is Dope on Instagram, everyone that supports on Twitter. Um, I like to thank Vana for um, definitely being one of my biggest supporters, copping a shirt, being inspirational to me. I love you all, man. Um, I have a great family, a great community, a lot of supporters. Mary, shout shout out my sister Mary and her movement shop Glam Jewelry. I love her. She's a millionaire in training. Um, I just want to thank everyone for hanging in there. Thank you all. Support the podcast leave reviews on itunes so we could get the word out there share the podcast with everyone remember this podcast is just not about substance abuse addiction it's about all forms of addiction and recovery we're all recovering from something i'm pop buchanan you can learn more about me at www.popbuchanan.net all right shout out to anchor for helping us get these podcasts out to you shout out to nudgy nudge ed ape everyone in my music crew i love you all also special shout out to um 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 uh, my girl Dernika for um hooking us up shalom melchizedek shout out to everyone that's there i love you all i'm gonna leave you on this note enjoy our outro music and remember no matter what Sober is dope.